This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 55. Uh, and uh, that's a couple of episodes will be 60. And yeah, we'll be 60 and then we'll be like, maybe apply for ARP or something like that. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it can help us out. I don't know. Well, we can get free drugs at that age, right? That's when you're like, you can just walk into any pharmacy like, yeah, I'm old. Just give me any pain medication I want. No. 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 But you can walk into any store and steal anything you want and then just claim like you don't remember doing it. Oh, they, they do all. Where am I? What? Is yeah. this my grandson? you. Like, you go from thief to aw, like, that okay. quick. You know, don't it's do like, it again. I don't know where I am. Where's my grandchildren? And just have, like, Stop a fake, it, Jimmy. Have, like, a fake colossal yeah. bag, like, just strapped to you and just, like, squeeze it a little bit and, like, make it look like a little water come out. And then, you know, they just, then it'll leave you alone altogether. See, I Let's am. going the extra mile right there. Going the extra but, mile. Uh, just like it. Happen. <laughs> but, hey, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, with me tonight is Nate Rowe. Yo. Alyssa Spector. Hey, guys. And Dwayne Samuels. What's up? All right. Oh. <laughs> it's like, he, the, like the old man of the show. Like, old man. <laughs> I'm here now. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, Hold on, fucking kids. I got a cold, so just to me. Oh, okay. I still hate the show. Mm, yes. <laughs> old man cough. But uh, So let's get jump right into the show, shall we, with some tech stuff here. Um... So this first story is like a, you know, we've been, I guess we've been kind of like covering some sex-related tech news. Um, yeah, let's and, go ahead and start out the show by saying, if you are under the age of 18, yeah. you better not get caught <laughs> listening to our show, because yeah. it's obviously not for you. <laughs> so, this, this episode is not for you. No, no. This one is not, not for safe you. for work. So, anyway. <laughs> my yeah, there's a um, so there's a sex toy out there uh, by a company called We Vibe, and it's the creator, or I should say, or the manufacturer, whoever creates this thing, um, is being sued in a class action lawsuit over tracking. And what that means is that the toy, the, the sex toy in um, in question here, uh, it's called the We Vibe Plus. What? No, sorry, We Vibe Four Plus. That's the name of the product. And you can go look it up at your own discretion, <laughs> you know, if you really want to know what it is. And so it's a toy. It's a vibrator toy that connects to your phone via, I guess, Bluetooth or some sort of app. And um, from there, you can control, um, like, if you go to the website, they show you how it looks like, how, you know, there's like demonstration. Well, not demonstration, but illustrations about in how you can use this either by yourself or that would be the weirdest, most awkward demonstration ever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like okay, there, so. there is a video about how it works. Um, oh, there's a video. You know, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. You got to go to the site, like the website that sells it. And um, it, they show you how it works during sex and it shows you how to work solo. I should say this is a toy for women. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like that's what it's for. And. <laughs> Yeah. Could be for men too. You never oh, know. Yeah, Some you people know. out there are. Uh, yeah. 
So the uh the, the the toy or this uh like I said it connects via your phone. So anything you know, I, I should preface this by saying that anything that connects via your phone that has an app, it does ask for certain permissions. Some of those permissions could be like it's going to track your location or whatever the case may be, or your use of the app and stuff like that. And you know, so you should. I would say anybody with a smartphone, you if you don't know that by now, you're an idiot. I'm sorry, but come on, <laughs> seriously. So, but anyway, this particular toy um, was tracking the usage of the, like it was tracking pretty much how the users were using it. Like you know, you know, I uh, believe insertion. And <laughs> like, how many times a day did you use it? And that sort of thing. It said mode, intensity, and time of use is what was being tracked on this. Right. So like, it was uploading data to the app or whatever so that they were taking. I really doubt that it was any kind of like they knew who was using it and where they right. were using it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I really doubt it was anything like that. Um, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. But it no, was, no. You know, they're taking still, your secret like, information. Exactly. <laughs> nobody wants nobody wants statistics done on their fucking sex life. Like nobody. That is not something said by anyone ever. Like <laughs> nobody has ever been like, you know what? I wish I could know like how many uh, you know uh, MPHs when I was whacking it. You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, like you never yeah, know. Not, there, uh, there are some people out there that are. <laughs> Yeah. That are deviants. Yeah, there are, so. there's some. Yeah, there's some freaky deaky people. Exhibitionists. But, but, but the thing about it is, though, is most of those people keep it secret, right? right? Most of those people keep that shit to themselves or to their little group of friends, if that's how they roll. You know what I mean? Like they keep that shit on the low. That's not. That's still. Again, it's not something that they want recorded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody <laughs> wants that shit recorded. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just creepy, man. That's just some creepy shit to be taking stats of you know what i mean like right. it, it, now is this woman in the right to fucking sue them because from what the what, what you're making it sound like is she had to download an app and she had to do all this that and the other right and it you know so she i, I guarantee you at some point she probably clicked right over some terms of agreement right. or some shit like that where she fucking you know just boop 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 and I bet you that's what's going to be the hard part about this lawsuit is she probably agreed to it not knowing that she agreed to it and then has to prove right. that, you know, she didn't agree to it or some shit like that. So that's probably what will boil down in the lawsuit. But still, like, I almost have no sympathy for this lady. If you have to go through the trouble of downloading a fucking app for your sex toy, that's just that's too invasive already. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what did you think? What did you think when you were downloading this app? Like... You know, it would just be nice to have statistics on what I do with it, and <laughs> like, what? No, like, I, like I'm sure, like I'm sure the app tells you all this stuff ahead of time, and you know, it, it, the app is available for Android and iOS. I know iOS doesn't really tell you what permissions they're they're looking for. I know Android does, like it's now required in the App Store. Um, so it's like I said, this is just. Weird, like it's uh, the one. It's it tracking. Hmm? Say this what? How many times you use it? That's it. 
Um, yeah, intensity of use and um, time of day when you use it, like how many, like you know, when it did. It. And I think they were using this, like when Nate was talking about before the show started. Like there, you know, he mentioned he said that they probably were just pulling the data just so they can make a better product, you know. And yeah, they probably they probably didn't have the intention of like trying to vibration. Come on, the what? No, but they didn't didn't have the intention of trying to make it so that you know, like they knew. Um, Dwayne was using this product for this long, blah, blah, blah. They were just saying somebody used this product for this long and th- on this intensity and this mode. And like I said, like I understand the business concept behind that of, hey, we genuinely want to make a better sex product for our customers. Right. Yeah. Like I get that sentiment, but no, that's still really creepy to be taking numbers like that. Like, Nobody wants that. Nobody, yeah, just no, no. Yeah. But then again, if you downloaded an app and you had to go through trouble to fucking, you know, uh, do all this shit, then I, I almost don't have sympathy for you, though. So, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, I'm sorry. If I bought a pocket vagina and it told me I had to sign up on the internet for it, I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? This is already a commitment I'm not comfortable with, and you know I gotta take a shower. I don't really wanna. (laughs) Gotta wash my hair. (laughs) Sorry, pocket vagina. Mm. We're gonna break up. Yeah, I would imagine. And like, like I said, if you want to see what this is all about and all this different type of uses, (laughs) usage, I should say. Um, you know, there is. I should say. <clears throat> there is remote play. <laughs> like, you know, what does that even mean? It, what does that even mean? It, it, like it means say you went on a trip and your girlfriend is all lonely and then you know she's at home and you're like in the middle of a oh, park somewhere so and you're like, Alright, I got the app. Why don't you do your thing there, girly, with the device, and I'll set the mood for you. <laughs> the person controls the vibration. Fucking <laughs> heathens. <laughs> it's like, you know, I was like, that Take is... Cyber like, sex to a whole new level, you know what I mean? I like, like, yeah. That's just... So they're like, it's like, you know, it's... It's a pretty interesting uh, piece of device, I would say, and like I said... You can, you know, if you can have it for the low, low price of one forty nine. No, <laughs> it's uh, no, actually, sorry, it's one seventy nine <laughs> in three colors: purple, oh. purple, pink, and green. Who pays that much? I don't. I, I mean, I like. Listen, I don't buy sex toys, so I, I like. I don't think I've ever this bought is, a sex toy. But yeah. who pays for a sex toy, man? Like seriously, like, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Yeah, and this is just another way to innovate, I guess. So yeah, guys. That's the uh, Wii Vibe 4 Plus. If you want to check that out, uh, you can check it out in the you know, in our show notes below. And, you know, click at your own discretion. All right? Yes. <laughs> Anything. <Anyway>. Moving on <laughs> to, some, to some robot news. Moving on news. to less news. Yeah, <laughs> more like, yeah, hardcore robots, guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, earlier this month, um, I should say, in, well, we're recording this in September. By the time you hear this, it will be October. But... Around September 8th, there was a incident with a older gentleman, a middle-aged gentleman. He's like 51 years old or something like that. He attempted to rob... Um, actually, no. He, he robbed two people and then tried to kill someone. 
So, but he didn't succeed there, thankfully. And cops chased him, and he was like held up behind some sort of dirt bank um, for about six hours or so. So, they, the cops decided, you know, instead of like, let's roll in there like a Rambo and drop a bomb on his ass, they was like, let's use a robot instead. And mm-hmm. so, now the, the headline of this is like a robot was able to un, um, disarm a violent suspect in Los Angeles. This has happened out in Los Angeles earlier in September. And the way they did this, which, you know, which is pretty funny. Um, I mean, I'm sure it was a serious, very serious situation, but still they were like, okay, so they distracted him by having a helicopter, like, you know, hover above him. And then they, the cops themselves moved in from the front to like, I guess, hold his attention since it was a big ass moving vehicle coming towards him. And then all this time, this robot was sneaking up behind him and then grabbed him. So, <laughs> but and apparently he didn't know until it was too late. So I was like, okay, sure. How do you, like, how do you, how do you let a fucking robot sneak up on you is my question. Like, it must be crazy that thing's got bad. gears, it's got wheels, it's yeah. it's going to make some noise. It's Like, at the very least, you're going to hear the motor going, you know, <laughs> yeah. some shit like that. Like, like you're not, I just don't understand. Like, this dude must have been half deaf and... Yes, he was distracted by the real police, but I mean, don't get me wrong, that's an awesome outcome. That's an awesome outcome that they were able to utilize this robot to disarm a violent suspect. That's awesome. But I just don't feel like that's going to be the result all the time. But I do think, and I said this before the show, I really think that they should just start implementing more robots in these type of situations. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like also that like every fucking cop car should be equipped with these robots, where... You know, if you if you come across a if if you're pulling over a suspect with a violent history that's known to carry a gun or whatever, that as soon as you pull these things over, the fucking robot is immediately deployed and and goes up to the fucking car. Like I feel like, and and these things should not be equipped at all with lethal means. Right. Like these things should keep tasers or fucking sandbag guns or something like the whole point of these things would be to preserve life on both sides right mm-hmm. we don't want to kill the suspect he's probably it could be a mentally you know ill person blah 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 um person could be totally fucking innocent like we've seen in so many cases recently mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you know using non-lethal means of capturing somebody especially with a robot where worst comes to worst like we said you know they disable the robot it's like ooh. Now we just got to pay an engineer to fix it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the much. worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. You know, yeah, I, like, I, I, I like that. where this is headed. I, I'm hoping that, don't get me wrong, I don't want to be run by robots. But at the same time, if they can be used to prevent the loss of life, I mean, I feel like that in itself is just mm. totally worth it. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. And, um. You know, I, I I would love to see something like that where every cop car has, like, a little robot or something like that. Like, if you're scared shitless to do anything, just send in the robot, you know, like. And I understand, <laughs> and I understand that it's a dangerous job, um, you know, and it's just, you know, in and out. But, I, um, mm-hmm. I can picture, like, a little robot drone just, like, flying out and, like, chasing out of after car. a criminal out yeah, of a car. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Like, 
you know, like a bullet just like chasing after a criminal. Almost like you would see in like a futuristic movie, like cop mm. car pulls over, other car pulls over, two little robots deploy out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking goes to the windows, the suspect's window. They're able, the cops, before they even get out of the car, would have a visual of what's inside the car, who's mm. inside the car. Like they wouldn't have to approach not knowing. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they can scan um, the car ahead of time. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Now again, a lot of people would fight this shit. Like I have a homie that if he heard me say this, he would yeah, any of this stuff that we've been talking about about mm. empowering cops. Like he would be so mad because it's a yeah. Hey, that's a whole other topic. But yeah. you would see a lot of resistance to this because. Um, people would feel like they're policed way too hard and this, that, and the other. But at the, at the end of the day, it's for the preservation of life, on, like I said, on both sides. Like, these things should not be given lethal weapons. These things should be given at the very most, like, tasers or maybe sandbag pellets or some, something that would um, possibly, you know, incapacitate the suspect but not kill them, you know what I mean, right. unless they had a heart attack or something, you know, something that was beyond being able to prevent anyway, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, yeah no, like, I, I totally see what you're talking about, Alyssa, like, you see a futuristic movie type <laughs> shit, where they just, they deploy, and it's like, this is the perfect scenario of how it would go down, and yeah, like, that would be awesome, and <laughs> maybe, maybe in the year, you know, 3016, we'll have that shit, but <laughs> as of right now, is at least we're heading in that direction, you know what I mean? So, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so that's what's happening, guys, in L.A. They're using robots to disarm people. And hopefully... Future is coming. Yeah, hopefully they keep doing that and, you know, helping to preserve life on both ends and um, also prevent, you know, killings as well. All right, um, moving on to another robot news here. Um, This one, this robot creates shoes. Yeah, all right. Robots everywhere, man. We're doing everything. Shoes. Um, That's that's some shoes. Shoes. (laughs) <laughs> oh man! I, oh my man. god! <laughs> <laughs> so um, there is these uh, Adidas shoes. Um, that was is the first shoe to be made by like in a robot factory, um, and it's uh, it looks like it kind of looks like a three D printed. I believe it says it's um, partially three D printed, um, like some parts of it, and. Um, What's really cool about it is the technology they're using behind it where they're using like motion capture and stuff like that to help create the best shoe for, for I guess it's wearer. Um, and, you know, it's like, well, I would say this is not something you can, I don't think you can buy these things just yet, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but This is an undisclosed price. Yeah, I would imagine is undisclosed because <laughs> because you got to think about okay, so it's a robot factory, so the labor that's required where it means to like pay a human, like your overhead is probably much lower, but you probably need to pay a lot of people to keep them keep those things running properly, you know, um, and you know who knows what that costs versus what it would cost a whole factory full of people um, to make these shoes. So you know, uh, I, I feel like it should be cheaper, but knowing fashion you know companies and stuff like that they're probably like nah fuck that <laughs> you know let's charge them a premium price for you know a more or less a robotic shoe or whatever the case may be and um 
you know, it, it's like the the stuff that's behind it, like I said, the motion traction and stuff like that, and how uh, motion traction, mo- motion tracking. I think it's pretty cool and how they're doing that. And I, before the show started, I was saying that it would be really cool if there was a way to, um, you know, say I have like, you know, one leg is a little shorter than the other, or I have like really bad foot problems or whatever the case may be. Like they would send me like a little chip or something that I can put in my shoe and connects to my phone like via Bluetooth or something and like tracks my my um my walk in like for like you know my behavioral walk in for like maybe a week or so and then it sends all this information back to the factory and then they will like make me my perfect shoe to help me out. You know, I think that would be really cool. I mean they're obviously they're not doing that here, but I feel like that could be the future of that. What do you guys think of this? Is that, do you think this is a shoe you would buy or you you like, you know, it doesn't really matter to you? It doesn't matter to me either way. I if it looks good and it feels good, I'll I'd get the shoe. <laughs> That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, I think the average person that goes into an Adidas store and like sees that shoe sitting next to another shoe is not gonna know the that difference. this one yeah, not, nobody's going to know that, oh, that one was made by a robot and this one wasn't. Um, well, if, if it stops sweatshops, I'm fine with that. I mean. Mm. And then, yeah, the- I, I don't know. Like like we were talking about before the show, I think every, it, it's going to turn into, um, you know, there's going to be kiosks at Adidas stores and you're going to go stand on it and it's going to take measurements of your feet and it's going to see the pressure points of your feet and... Uh, after it gets all that, it's gonna give you the base of a shoe, and then from there, you it'll have a different aesthetics, and you could probably design your own freaking shoes. Like I, I have no idea. I, I have no doubt. I mean that that's where it's headed. You know what I mean? Um, because I don't see why it couldn't. Like if you're if you're sitting here doing this, and it's a robot making these shoes, it could literally be being made while you're doing this. You know what I mean? Like oh, that'd it be could, so cool. you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it could be, it, and like they could even do it so that it's an app where they could set it up so like you could watch your shoes being made or some shit or you oh, know like <laughs> you know I, like I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like you imagine they need to hire that. me because I'd be like, listen here, I don't know how we're gonna do this, but these are my ideas. Let's get them done. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I could imagine like going to uh, the mall and it's like you know I need some new shoes and whatnot and just like all right. Like fire up my favorite brand or whatever. Like I fire up my Nike app and it's like, all right, I want these shoes in this size and I want it this color or like these patterns or whatever. And then like pay 150 bucks right there on my phone and just have these custom made shoes like at the end of my trip at the mall. Like, could you just imagine that shit? That'd be so cool because then they can't really make up an excuse and talking about, well, we don't have them in your size, sir. I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, you're going to go fight. You better oh, yeah. make my goddamn shit. better go make some of them shit. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's like, you have a fucking 3D. Like, I can just see that. Well, I would say this. Yeah, I wasn't talking about all that. I wasn't talking about them, like, making it in the store. That's cool, but yeah, they yeah. would have to have... Because I'm assuming that this is at, like, some factory, right? This is, yeah, this in is Germany like right now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is a big operation. And to be able to do that, like, at a store, uh, you're talking very, very small machines that are super non-engineering knowing because some kid out of high school is going to be the one operating it. You know what mm. I mean? So it's going to be one of the – the technology is going to have to come a long way before that. But – I could totally see it that now if they have this robot factory and if you could take orders like that where you're putting in custom orders 
um, and these machines make your shoes, and then it just gets processed out, sent out to you. Yeah. You know, you pay you pay via the app or whatever, and um, yeah, I could totally see that, man. You know, it would be uh, that shit would be pretty pretty cool. I'm sure a lot of people would be down for that too, because I mean. Everybody wants that custom shoe, right? Everybody wants that. The people who are really into shoes, why do you buy shoes? Because it's like a symbol status or yeah. a status symbol. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, a, I'm wearing this shoe, you know what I mean? And if you could customize your own shoes, you'd be seeing everybody wearing their unique individual shoes and not giving two shits about the new Jordans that just came out or, right. you know. <laughs> Like Whatever. Be, I, don't you, I don't know if Jordans are still popular. They, <laughs> are. they, they are. are. They are. Yeah, they still are, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I can see this being so. Uh, it's very disruptive, in my opinion. Like, it's very. I can see if they decide to push the technology and what we're talking about. Um, I can see it being so disruptive. Like, it, I, it's going to cost a lot of people their jobs. I'll tell you that right now. Like, you know, because yeah. they wouldn't even need to. Because think about it. You wouldn't even need to really have a whole um, shoe store anymore. You can just have, like, a little kiosk, like you said, Nate. And, like, maybe just have some huge screens. Like, oh, these are some of the designs people have had and stuff like that. And you can, or you can get this special design by you know uh like some celebrity like decided to design some shoe for yeah, Nike. see i don't think i don't think that a shoe designer would go out of business because no I no they'd like be fine they, i'm talking about like the I, retail stores like i can see them like getting rid of like the staff like they won't need them anymore it was just the machine would just do it you know and just like plop it well, out you're always gonna need uh, okay let, let, facing facts like Nobody like is always gonna want to talk to a robot coming into your store. Like there'd right. have to be some sort of human interaction, and that that person who rings up the stuff and and stuff like that in the store, mm. um, you know, because the the way they would do it is they probably if you're in the store taking all these measurements and all that shit like that, like they probably want you to pay at the register. You know what I mean, or some shit like that. Um, right. You know, I mean- I, I, yeah, they can even, even automate that too, like just through um, electronic payments, like straight through your bank. Oh, they you could, know? but yeah. I just feel like uh, the people are gonna want a human in the store. Like, I don't know about you guys, it would make me uncomfortable if I went into a store that was unmanned. Like, that would kind of make me a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I just wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. You feel would. Uh, right. You want a personal human touch. Yeah, exactly. Right. I want that person in there watching me, watching me know I'm not stealing shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> I just feel more comfortable like that. I, you know, I don't know, but yeah. uh, it's just anyway. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's pretty interesting technology, and uh, I can't wait to see what they do with it in the future. Hopefully, it's mm-hmm. all for for the better. Um, uh, I'll ask uh, tech tech topic here. Um, so in good old Brooklyn. We're going to get racetracks, guys. Yeah. But it's, it's only, <laughs> but it's only electric cars. And that can only go up to 150 miles an hour. Like, I'm, I'm saying that like it, it's not fast, but it's pretty fast. But, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, apparently um, they're going to bring electric car racing here to Brooklyn um, by July of next year. Um, that's going to be in the Red Hook area. If anybody, you know, if you know anything about Brooklyn or New York City, um, that's like pretty, like, it's pretty much by the Hudson River and stuff like that. Just, it smells bad. It's brown water. You there's know. an Ikea. And there's an are, are Ikea. We, are we talking about, <laughs> like, electric cars that are unmanned, or are we talking just 
No, I think it's like, man, like Formula. They're calling them Formula E um, cars. So it's like the Formula One cars, but it's going to be man. It's just that the cars are all electric. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And so, so the winner, instead of getting dozed in champagne, gets dozed in like organic apple juice. Pretty it's, much. Yeah. And, you know, sure. it's, it's going to be the most. <laughs> It's gonna be the most hipster shit that I I think has ever come to Brooklyn ever, because um, yeah. Williamsburg Williamsburg is pretty much all hipsterville, and this is just another thing to add to that. <laughs> it is like, hey man, putting you a lot. watch our Prius race. <laughs> right, I, I see. Um, I see them putting a lot of money into this and just not getting a very good return, man. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go never, watch. Like, I've never heard of, like, Brooklyn doesn't strike me as a type of place where people are like, you know what we really need? A racetrack. <laughs> it's like, like someone someone pitched this idea to some city council somewhere and thought it was a great idea. Like, I don't know how they're going to monetize this properly or even if anyone cares. Like, you know, like, I, I have a feeling that the majority of Brooklyn people do not give two shits. About I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh when they catch the first racer juicing with gasoline. <laughs> He's like, well, it's faster, man. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go faster. Maybe if we could just like cut the emissions down like super small so they're not noticeable, man. Maybe we could just pump a little more juice into this baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, knowing Brooklyn, they would probably, or at least that area, they would probably like the idea that that. You know the cars are electric instead of using gas because you know right, yeah. all about the environment and uh, yeah, yeah stuff. <laughs> See, I know nothing about New York. Is is Brooklyn all like uppity folks who are all really just nah. just certain areas like Williamsburg and Bushwick? I, I'm not familiar yeah. with Red Hook, so like uh, Mill Basin, that place. Uh, Red Hook is more um, working class uh, industrial area, so it's a lot of old is, buildings there. You know, is Dumbo um, kind of. Kind of Dumbo hipstery. is oh yeah, Dumbo is like artsy fartsy hipster. And, yeah, so um, Dumbo is artsy fartsy area, but like Brooklyn is so large, um, it, they definitely can do stuff like this. It's like there's a real estate that you can do this stuff. And the thing that really cracks me up about it is the the shape of the track. It's not. I mean, mostly Formula One tracks are similar, but the the audience can sit around the entire track and you can watch. I mean, actually, no, you can, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Formula One tracks, you can only sit on one side, right? If I'm not mistaken. And you can only see when the cars, like, race by. I thought by. they were so big. That this, looks like, like, one of them, this looks like one of them outdoor stuff. Right. Like, yeah. If you ever play games like, you know, Forza or Gran Turismo, where you're actually, like, racing outside. So they just, this is what this track looks like. It's not like some indoor track where everything's just over by racing around a circle. It's definitely not a NASCAR track where it's like a stadium and, and yeah, you know, yeah, so that's just a stadium. So around. like, yeah. uh, I, I know nothing about IndyCar racing, but I do remember the scene in Iron Man Two where they're <laughs> at the where they're at the Monte. I think it's the Monte Carlo, right? That's yeah. the big. That's the big shit. Okay, yeah. so yeah, they're like there and like so for a good part of the track, at least on the movie. And again, this is based off a fucking movie that has people flying around in iron suits. Um, but yeah, like based on the movie, there was a big part of the track where there's nobody, like there's uh, nobody around, just the, it's just the cars racing. And then you have this small little strip kind of like in, almost like in star Wars. You remember the pod race scene in episode one where it's mm -hmm. like, they had the little place where the, where the crowd actually was and saw the cars, but then the rest of it was all just watched on screen. Like, I bet you that was taken from indie shit you know what i mean Probably, yeah i'm looking at like a bunch of pictures of like different tracks 
And it seems like, yeah, that's how they're typically made. It's like the audience is like all the way, like more close to where the starting line is. And everything else is just them racing. And the crowd is like just staying in one area. I'm, I'm guessing that's like a safety issue. Um, yeah. NASCAR is just like, everybody throw beer on the track. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a bad idea. No, but no, just do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but from what I'm seeing here from all these um, tracks and what they're, you know, real ones and fake ones that people are making, it looks like the audience is always, like, somewhere close to where they start off the race, and then everybody just sits there and watches it on television, which I could just do at home, just watch it on television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I guess um, that's coming to Brooklyn next year around july i'm definitely going to check it out when it comes out um i'm not i'm not a fa- i'm not a race car fan but it just for the the geekiness of it about just to be curious about how they're going to pull this off i'll go watch that and um to see if i will hear anything when the cars go by it's going to be like i was going to say i was just thinking about that in my head <laughs> instead of instead of the big roar of some race cars going by you're going to hear like a bunch of weed whackers just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be something funny, man. But that's why I, I definitely gotta see what this is all about. When they pull into the pits, do they like get plugged up? Like, is it, like <laughs> they get charged up. Give that shit a charge real quick. Woo! <laughs> it's like, probably equivalent to a to a, a gas tank. They just instead of filling it up with gas, they. Just change the batteries. I could totally see them like coming in and then getting a fresh battery. You know what mm. I mean? Like a fresh fucking, you know. Yeah. Well, I know, like I know, like certain electric cars, like like what are those cars? Tesla. They have like charging stations. I don't know how yeah, long it takes the... to charge, but uh, oh, a long time. It takes a like long time. a couple hours. So, uh, yeah. But, but the good it's thing not, is the batteries. Just... Yeah, the batteries lost like a couple. Of, uh, they last uh, lost lost. <laughs> they last a couple of hours. I just had a buddy um that I uh, mine from high school. He just bought a Tesla X, I believe, and uh, he was showing off the charging station and stuff like that. Um, pretty sweet car. But uh, yeah, this this and um, I just say oh, one inter- more interesting to mention about Formula E. You, there is an actual FIFA, FIA Formula E Championship. So it's a thing, guys. So, you know, and apparently it's like there's live shows, there's competitions. It's like, you know, mostly taking place in Europe, but it's, it's there. It's a, it's a thing. (laughs) So that's happening. Interesting. Yeah. So Formula E guys coming to Brooklyn. Yay. So moving on to some film news. Something that we don't want to come to Brooklyn, but it's coming anyway. Ghost in the Shell released a, a, tra- a trailer. Explain it to somebody who has no idea what Ghost in the Shell is. Okay, so Ghost in the Shell is a little complicated. A, um, well, I'm not gonna go too deep into it. So it's a Ghost in the Shell is a property uh, Japanese uh, anime that came up back in the '80s. And a manga. Um, uh, and a manga originally as well. Originally, yeah, originally manga adapted into an anime that pretty much took over. Like you know, I just got crazy fan um, fanfare when it came to like you know people who are into that sort of thing. Where it's in the future and it's about a woman that's um, more, more or less almost, like I think she's all cyborg um, with a team of like you know uh, go getters and you know they go and they fight cybercrime and shit like that. But pretty much that's what it, you know it boils down to. It's like just them. It's like 
Law and Order, but the future. But it's not like SVU or anything. It's just like just cops. They're like cops in the future that are just happen to be robots and like they do all kind of really cool shit. But um, hmm. they're you know like yeah, if you're watching anime, uh, like the movie, there's like a two three movies that you can watch now. I believe um, they've it's been updated over the years and stuff like that. So it's certain looks have changed, people have changed and stuff like that. So now, oh, hmm? TV to it, the TV series there there's to it. Right, the movie, the TV series. Yeah, the, the TV series. Um, and it's like I think there's like a couple of seasons of that you can watch. Um, and now it's now been turned into a live action movie starring, you guessed it, uh, Black Widow. No, no. <laughs> um, it's starring. Well, it's the same actress. <laughs> yeah, the same actress. I should say yes. Um, the woman. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah. Scarlett Joe Big Lips Hampton. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's. <sighs> So they just released the trailer. A lot of people have felt very... This movie, like, put it this way. There have been leaks of information that's come out about it. The first one has always been very negative. It's about, you know, it's um, that they were trying to make Charlotte Hansen look a little bit more Asian by, like, <laughs> digitally, like, making her eyes look all... Uh, I just, like, I literally just watched the trailer for the first time while y'all were explaining that, and it's... It's no, no. She looks like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she looks like Scarlett like, Johansson. Yeah. So that yeah. rumor is is not. I wouldn't say it's true, but they're saying that they they tested that, but they didn't do it. And um, the the movie itself, like it's it's a lot of like flashes. Um, one of the character, you see him like a really tall um, Asian dude with like weird blonde hair. Um, I think he looks like a fat Wolverine that just gave up on life. <laughs> like he was like, eh, my regenerative powers are not really working that well anymore. I'm just gonna age and be fat and just shoot people. Um, you know, like it's it's you know, like it it doesn't really give away anything. I mean, I would say super fans of this um series will probably tell you what their story is going to be about. I actually don't fucking know. And I mean, I watch all their anime stuff, but it's like. I don't know where they're going because that's the thing about Ghost in the Shell. The storyline is always very different from the other. It's always like kind of monster of the week, but it's a whole fucking season, <laughs> you know. That it's sort of thing. Cybercrime, basically, what, what what it's always about. Yeah, Somewhere it's always. Yeah, yeah, I know the the TV series is always. I think the half or the, either the first season was all about um some guy crime. called Spotty Face, yeah. whatever his name was. Smiley. Yeah, it, he just he left. Every time he tried to do Isn't something, he called the laughing man. He'll, yeah, the laughing, laughing man. man. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll always try, he'll leave a he'll leave a face after like at that episode with, with a big smile. Just like just dead. I'm like, what the hell? You mm. know. So basically, it all comes down to just being like a like a cybercrime stuff. That's what it comes down to. Nah. Uh, uh, somebody really who's. Into, I, Go I, ahead. I, oh, sorry. Uh, no, I was just saying that. Uh, I couldn't really get into the TV show. I've seen the movie. Uh, years and years. But, Years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't remember anything about it except for the fact that she was fighting while she was naked and visible or some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I couldn't really get into the TV show either because I used to watch the TV show because the opening for that show was just freaking awesome. Right. Um, yeah. But then I watched the show and I'm like, there's so much talking. Yeah, it is <laughs> one <laughs> cerebral, it is a cerebral show. It is not. Because here's the thing, the, the, the show starts out, like, the first episode is, like, action, and then after that, it's just fucking talking, and it's just investigation after investigation, they don't, they hardly do anything cool, 
they don't really they kind of touch on um that lifestyle in the future like people who are like mostly cybernetics and stuff like that like so there is a lot of like ideology uh, behind it like you know what what would human society be like you know 200 years from now would we be more human or more robotic or whatever the case may be and that sort of thing and um you know this this movie that's what it's based story based show story based it's very story based it's very uh, cerebral and i don't know if but the movies are always action-packed I'll, I'll put it that way any of the movies they put out there are always pretty much action-packed and i don't know if they're going to be doing that for the um you know the the, the, the live action production of it um i believe i will just say this i believe they have to because remember this is a live screening you can't just rely on anime fans to really really want to um, make your money you have to try to hit the public right so they're gonna have to make you know a bit more action that we that they'll normally see in it mm. so they're gonna mm. have to make it really action-packed because who wants to go to a movie to sit there like okay we got this little fight here okay story 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 say okay end the movie no one's gonna want to see some <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's pretty so, much blade yeah. runner that's pretty much blade runner if you ever seen oh, blade, I runner. Love the blade runner yeah that's pretty much yes. how blade runner is <laughs> yeah. so, well now that i'm older and wiser one of these days i'll go back and watch rewatch the the original yeah. movie and uh, the tv show yeah, i guess you know back in the early 2000s you know it was yeah. just like oh here I but, am as a preteen wondering what the hell is going on. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's coming out. I believe is there re- yes, is a release date. No, there is no release date for this movie just yet. Um, from what I from what I can gleam here. Oh no, there is a release date, March thirty first, two thousand seventeen. Um. So yeah, that's coming out. Ghost in the Shell. You know. Yeah. Just called Johansson. Doesn't look Asian. So I mean, as that. as somebody like. <laughs> As somebody who's never seen the show, like I've never, I've honestly never even heard of this until we started talking about this. Really? Tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never. Okay, so just for somebody who watched the trailer, knows mm. nothing of the anime, nothing of that. Um, the trailer looks cool. I mean, I think it, I, I don't know. It looks like a fucking, uh, it looks like a Matrix type thing almost. You know, mm. like it's Scarlett Johansson walks into this room where there's a bunch of monks hooked up to. You know, some some wires, matrix type thing. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So it's um, yeah, uh, it looks interesting. Uh, I hope it's not, you know, some bland sci-fi thing that you know from. But but from an outside perspective, who knows nothing about everything else? I mean, it looks like worth a watch. You know what I mean? It looks mm-hmm. like yeah, I'll give it a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. it looks like I, I, a, the the style they're going for is like a fusion of like futuristic, you know sci-fi with traditional Japanese elements like like the coolest part of the trailer in my opinion was seeing that freaking cyborg geisha oh yeah yeah cyborg geisha if if it's based off an anime and stuff I guess my big question is why Scarlett Johansson there are there are more (laughs) than capable Asian actresses out there that that could have probably filled this role better like why Scarlett Johansson? I mean, is there white people on the anime, or is it mostly Asian? There people? are white like, people in the anime, but yeah, I, not as the main actress. No, I not no that that was actually a big, big controversy thing. about the that was that was a big thing uh, when they announced that Scarlett Johansson was playing the lead role. Now, I I don't know 
I don't remember if the main character, if she's an android or she's a cyborg. Like, is her character supposed What's the to difference? be? Wait, wait, wait. What's the difference between a cyborg and an android? I thought they were the same thing. Um, android well, is like a robot from scratch. A cyborg is half human and half... Right, uh, yeah, free will and uh, stuff like that. I think, I think, she, was a, um, I think she was an android because if you watch the movie, when her, her body got destroyed, they just downloaded her, her mind into another body. Right. Of a little child, so, so basically, when you see that, you could probably you could just assume that hey, destroy my body. I can give you anybody. It could be a black body, white body, Asian body, Puerto Rican body. It could be anything. So, right. so uh, I'm wondering if she even has technically any race because her body is synthetic. So, and you know, that, like I said, her personality is just this computer. So I'm just wondering if maybe she's just called this Japanese oh, name because. No, she, well, the, the, the company that goes, made her is Japanese. Could be, could no, be the, the, the story goes that she was a human. Um, oh, okay. They, they see her and her task force, um, uh, the people that she works with, her task force, I think it's called the Sector 16 or something like that. They're yeah. all they're all humans. They were all like in, they were all soldiers. And mm. her body for, for the large except part. For one. Hmm? Except for the cop. Except for one. Right. He was yet. the only one. Yeah. He was the only one they brought on that wasn't like ex-military. Uh, but everybody no, else was. He had no, he had no parts in him. Right, Remember he was the... he was all human. Yeah. Right, he was all human, and um, and it just that everybody else bef- before that guy, um, they're all human. They're all they're all human at one point. It's just that they were in wars and they got fucked up. I think she got majorly fucked up, but apparently her mind is such a great like she's a great ta- uh, tactician. They kept her around um, and stuff okay. like that. You know, as this like cyber like ultra like secret cyber police sort of thing and um so she originally so does she want to do this or is this against her will because you <laughs> just made it sound like she was brought back like some frankenstein monster oh, no, no. She wanted... i don't think i don't think they went that deep yeah no they, they haven't really explored her backstory too much i believe in the new anime now that's on netflix you they do um like there's a younger like they talk about her like when she first met the um the captain and everything like that that's like something else but they haven't really gone too much into it but from what we understand about um the particular character she was always asian presented even though all her bodies mm-hmm. that she got was always asian looking and the voice actress was always asian um and the big yeah and the big problem is the company that's making this movie um pretty much said they wanted her because she has star power so it's mm. it's because she's gonna bring in the money. So they said they didn't want to go with a, an Asian actress because they don't think that Asian actresses are like they don't cross over well to the rest of the world. To that's make just all the terrible. Words. That's yeah, like that's so stupid, freaking man. racist. That is, but, dude. That is blatantly racist. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a Japanese company. It's a Japanese company. They said they don't want to use it. Like it's like they're they're doing this. It's like they don't care. And it's like okay, so so I'm wondering like like. What's the excuse they're gonna get away with? Like, okay, here's this Caucasian actress with a Japanese name. Are they gonna say like maybe she was originally Japanese and her body was destroyed and they gave her like a Caucasian looking face I, or body they, or something? They never really like even in the um, the anime, uh, they never touch on why she chooses the bodies she chooses. Like she just chooses them. <laughs> it's like you know, um, it's. It's never. It's, they don't go too deep. I don't know if they're going to do that with this with this movie. But right now, so far, the synopsis for the movie is a cyborg policewoman attempts to bring down a nefarious computer hacker. So that's 
that's the plot <laughs> of this movie so far. And um, I mean, who knows what where where they're gonna go and what they're going to do and how they're going to like, um, like you know, just delve into this whole mythology in this world. So I guess we'll see how that works out, you know. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. moving on, uh, you know, uh, some more some more film news here. So uh, real quick mention, I want to say uh, for the, for time's sake, um, Phantasm is being remastered. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. I know Nate says he doesn't watch horror movies. He says, you know, <laughs> um, I'm a person. I <laughs> there's a trail. There's a trailer there. It's um, it's an old school movie. It's from like the '70s. It was really creepy. It is really, really creepy. <laughs> it's like um, that's the horror movies are the best. Yeah, yeah. Like it is. It makes you because these things the way it's like put together and apparently it's being like remastered by bad robot like that company and everything um the trailer has been put out it looks really cool um the only reason why like i mentioned because you know i was a fan of it back in the day and uh it's just it's just surrounded with a whole bunch of mystery and stuff but i don't think they even actually there there's been several phantasm movies i think there's like four if yeah i'm not mistaken um and yeah jj abrams is overseeing this and it's going to come out in like a 4k restoration i don't know i mean it's definitely possible since it was shot in film back oh, in the, the fifth same, one coming was... out sorry to cut you off there's a fifth one coming out oh, okay i don't know why because it doesn't seem like it fits now like based on how horror movies are made today i don't know how if this would go over too well because it's very supernatural type of thing and they don't really do i mean they're supernatural shows uh, uh movies now but this is like I, w- I want to call this high supernatural. <laughs> you know? Wow! It's, it's all it's all about the ball, man. It's all yeah, about I'm this watching ball. this. I'm watching this trailer right now, and the remaster is amazing. Because I mean, you can, yeah, dude, you can clearly tell that this was an '80s movie, right? But mm-hmm. wow, man, they it looks. I mean, it still has a has a small, uh, you know. Hint of, of you can tell it's old, you know what I mean, but right. not by much, man. I mean, it is beautiful. Yeah, it is really, really well done. I actually kind of want to see that, like, yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna... for that aspect, you know what I mean? Because that's isn't that almost why people liked Stranger Things, right? Yes, because it had this really big '80s vibe mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. And I got, I really got into Stranger Things. So something like that, like after watching Stranger Things and then seeing this, I think that was a really good move for them to remaster this one because um, it kind of almost falls into that category. Yeah. You know? yeah. So mm. Stranger Things was great. I just finished it over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Did you like? It? Yeah. It was oh, it was great. great. Definitely watch that. Yeah. And um, this yeah. the remastered version of um Phantasm will be out October seventh. So just in time for you know Halloween, you know way before Halloween, but it will be on video on demand as well. Or where where is it? Where Shall is it going? Um, it's going to be in theaters and it's going to be video on demand, so you can like rent it, you know, wherever okay. you. Okay. DVD. I don't see Blu-ray DVD. No. So bastards. Yeah. So it's probably. Gonna, <laughs> uh, it will be. They just want to milk some money out of it. As, right, as yeah, as, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if you're going to see watch something in 4K, you might as well just go watch it in the theater, like one of those IMAX theaters or something, um, because not a lot of people have 4K television, so, you know, it is what it is. And, well, uh, I'll have to check it out. Uh, but, you know, other uh, really random, apparently mm-hmm. I just found out that a Lion King live-action movie is happening. Oh, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, you Why? know. How? What do we, it's uh, from the uh, same director uh, who did the Jungle Book reboot. Apparently, uh, he's going to be doing, like... Well, I've heard action. the Jungle Book was good. Like, I haven't yeah, it seen decent. it. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but I, I I think Bill Murray as as Blue was probably the best choice <laughs> ever. Like, I still, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I, I already know he probably nailed that chick. Yeah. Uh, I I haven't seen it, but I heard Christopher Walken as King Louis, and I'm trying to picture. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's pretty good. They're actually pretty good. The voice, the voice actor was pretty good. Give me your fire. Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, that's how he sounded. <laughs> I do a horrible Christopher Walken. I can't do a good impression. But, Sorry, Christopher yeah, Walken. So, yeah, I'm just live action Lincoln. <laughs> I'm just wondering if this is going to be they're going to be using real animals or it's going to be all CGI like the jungle but probably it's going to be all CGI probably, like the jungle. Yeah. But since it has no... to be. I mean you can't put a bunch of lions with a bunch of elephants and a bunch of hippos and a bunch of you know expect <laughs> everything to be cool for that scene where they do the fucking hold it like, up yeah, they're going to behave themselves no they're going to have to do some like, the weird thing about that, right, is because in Jungle Book, there was a human character that was interacting with all these. There, You know, there's a human kid interacting right. with all these animals that can talk. So exactly. it makes it a little more, uh, I don't know, I, I, believable is obviously not the right word, but it makes it a little bit more uh, humanistic to see that human character interacting with these people. Like, Lion King was all animals. Yeah. So, so if it's all CGI, is it really a live action? <laughs> Exactly. I, you know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line at live action? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, it's just the means scenery you're... is live action. Yeah. <laughs> just just trying to make it really, really uh, realistic. Uh, it, it's basically Pixar, but, you know, if Square Enix owned Pixar, you know what I mean? Like, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna start trying to do this to all kinds. I mean, we like the Beauty and the Beast. I think can work, right? Yeah, that right. can work. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Like if, if you're doing a movie where, like, I that's what I feel like is is if you're gonna start doing these live action movies, you're gonna have to do it with live, you know, stories that involve people, like. Um, I just, uh, you can't have a live action, like you can call Jungle Book live action because that kid had to act with what we can only presume is like styrofoam uh, <laughs> interactions, you know what I mean? And then they later on went and, and did the graphics for him and shit. So that kid had to know how to act with these things. Well, I um, think they actually had actors um, in place of wherever the animals were supposed to be just to give like the kid some mm. cues like who to talk to. Uh, no, he didn't. It was just no? him. No, it was just him. You sure? I, I, I thought they had like a guy dressed up in like a panther suit or something. <laughs> no, there were people. There were people on set, but he had to interact with air. Like there was nothing. Like, it, like some of the scenes where he's like crawling through mud. Like if you see it in the trailers and stuff like that. Like it's just him. It's just him a green screen, and he just you know act just responded to air. There was nothing there. So the only thing that was live action was just the kid. <laughs> yeah, he was the only thing that was live action. But I mean, you can still say that though, because there was, you know, that live that interaction. There was that kid there present, and I feel like in yeah, like you said, in in Lion King, if it's all CGI. either animatronic or CGI, how is it live action? You know what I mean? Like I don't, 
I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, don't I don't. I think that's a poor choice. Like, there's so many stories that they could do. I, I totally see them staying away from all the older princess stories because a lot of those would be considered, at least nowadays, would be considered like, um, uh, like if you take Cinderella, it's like Cinderella is saved by the prince. You know what I mean? And and shit like that. Like I feel like a lot of feminist groups would get pretty mad if they started remaking Snow White and all that shit like that. But well, they, they remade Cinderella. Did uh, they? Disney? Oh, yeah, they Disney about? did a live action Cinderella like a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it has, it has, I, I it has the Disney movies, but I haven't seen it, but I heard it was good. Yes, it has. It has, it has uh, the guy who plays Rob Stark is the is the prince. So hmm. I, yeah, I must not have seen this. <laughs> it's like um, I did yeah, see I did see, see, see Into the Woods. That was pretty funny. Into um, the Woods was good, but that was based off a musical, so yeah. like a Broadway show. Uh, oh yeah, there is a Cinderella movie from 2015, <laughs> developed by there Disney. You go. Snow White was Snow White and the Huntsman. You know that one already. So. And well, they that's, yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah that was Disney. On it, you know. Yeah, and that wasn't Disney. Yeah, yeah. So. like, like they was... did a, like they did Maleficent, which was a tie-in to Disney's Sleeping Beauty. Right. That yeah. Was... <laughs> but anyway, maybe we should move on in the interest. Of they should, time. uh, they should go ahead and do that, uh, Bambi remake with the. Oh God, no, nope. <laughs> nope. Bambi. nope. Watch Bambi's mom get shot in 3D. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did you guys? Did you guys ever see that Saturday Night Live skit with the the Bambi remake with the Rock? Uh, yes, <laughs> I did. No, that. yeah, it's it's a thing. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's a I gotta thing. go watch that shit after the show. It's, a thing. it's great. Oh, it's pretty good. You're going um, to pay. Well, let's, <laughs> let's move on here. We got a few more topics to go. We're probably gonna run a little long today. Um. So there is a trailer out for Pokemon Generations. I don't play Pokemon, and I don't hey. get it. So, um, <laughs> it's wanna, just catch them all. That's what you need to know. Uh, Pokemon Pokemon Generations is just uh, it's just an it's just a mini series of just a bunch of different Pokemon shorts that are just based off the the core Pokemon games. Uh, I think there's gonna be like 18 episodes. There's like four. But it's the battles right now, dubbed. Hmm? Like the shortcut to the battles, instead of like saying, "Oh, we have to watch the whole thirty-minute episode. We're just gonna give you the battles right then and there." So they're gonna oh. they're gonna go like out. They're gonna oh. show you. They're gonna show you. Ask for us. Um, what was the guy? His first his first fight. Okay. Uh, his rival. They're gonna they're gonna just go right to the fights. They're gonna show everything like that instead of just going through the whole episodes. Well, uh, since it's well, it's it's based off like the actual like plots. Or whatever there was from from the game. So like, you know, like uh, the first one, the first episode that came out was just like, like a chronicle of just like the main character going through like all the games, all the generations from Red and Blue to like Gold and Silver, Ruby Sapphire, all the way up to like X and Y uh, with this Pikachu. Uh, and it's really cool because the beginning of the the episode it starts off like the actual original like the game screen from Red and Blue, and then it just like translates into like an animated cartoon, which is pretty cool. Uh, the second one was about like talking just like about Giovanni, you know, the big bad leader of Team Rocket, <laughs> and so far that's my favorite one because 
is the part where a freaking SWAT team goes into like the Viridian gym to to capture Giovanni, and it looks like one of the SWAT team guys is about to pull out a gun out of his holster, and instead he opens it up and it's just a pokeball. Hmm. <laughs> and you know the animation in the show is a lot more. The animation is like a lot more detailed um, and a lot better than the actual TV show, but. One of them has, like, like instead of the character being called Gary, he's called, um, he's called Blue. Like, from the games, there's Red, there's Blue, there's, yeah, Fighting the Elite Four. So, it's just going into, like, all different events from, like, all the games throughout the, the series. Like, one of them is about the Red Gyarados from, from Gold and Silver, so... Yeah, they're just a bunch of cool little shorts. Hmm. All right, so yeah, that's pretty much. It looks like it's already started. It's on um, the their YouTube channel, so it's it's been out since September sixteenth, apparently. Well, mm-hmm. the first two episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's also a there's also another uh, not so much a series, but it's it's like a movie, but they're breaking it up as if they're segments. There's another Pokemon animated thing called Pokemon Origins. Which is, just talks about the characters red and blue, and yeah, it's just it's just the There's story of the red and blue <laughs> game uh, as like a movie. So yeah, it's pretty cool though. Check All it right. out. All right. Cool. Uh, let me see here. Last thing on our list here is uh, real quick. Um, so there's gonna be a, a live action Portal movie, and. I believe J.J. Abrams just announced it. Um, why? That's like I say. Why? Well, I did put a link in there. Uh, there was a, a fan-made portal movie by a director named Dan Trachtenberg. He was the same director that did 10 Cloverfield Lane along with J.J. Abrams. The It's about nine minutes long if you check it out. It's actually pretty well done. So I can probably see him being the next person to make this movie. Um, with J.J. Abrams, so you know it's like it's and it's and like I said, it's it's actually pretty. It was a very it was a pretty successful um, short film um, to watch. It is a, like I said, very well done, very well designed. Uh, I mean, the the graphics are a little bit dated because it came out like a couple years ago, but still, you know, it's it's definitely doable. But I don't know what the plot is going to be besides the cake being a lie at the end. <laughs> so you know, you know, and I'm like, always a lot. Yeah, I can I can spoil it because well, you know, it's been fucking years, guys. If you haven't know what the what the secret to Portal is, but you know, just as a quick mention, that's gonna be coming out there. So that's you know, that's other thing. All right, let's move on to some game news here. Um, real quick mention from the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, it, there's been some delays, guys. Some delays. Oh. As we've probably predicted, um, so the Last Guardian delayed. It's still coming out this year. It's <laughs> <laughs> still funny to me, man. It's that funny. game has been delayed so many times. Just oh. give me the just... damn game. They said they got to fix no. not bug, but bugs. So uh, well, I, I mean, day. I mean, I don't know what bugs they got to fix. It's not like it's an online game, but whatever. Um, it it comes like I said. They said it's gonna it's delayed until December of this year. So look out for that, I guess, whenever that actually comes out. And another game that's been delayed is Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8. Does anyone care? Because I don't. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm anyway. waiting for Kingdom Hearts three. So I'm mad about South Park getting delayed. Yes, because that that, that I was actually delayed. really looking. Huh? The first South Park game was delayed too. Oh, so many times, yeah. Uh, and it was it was really weird. Honestly, I thought it was really weird that uh, this game got pushed as quickly as it did because I feel like last E3 we first heard about it. And then this year it's coming out. And I remember they teased Stick of Truth like four years before it ended up coming out. And so when I first saw, uh, saw the trailer for The Fractured Butthole, you have to say that correctly. Um, <laughs> uh, when I first saw the trailer, I was thinking, oh, yay, in four years we'll have another South Park game. And um, to have it out this quickly, I was kind of apprehensive anyway. But so the delay is, yeah, definitely not a surprise, but still kind of disappointing. Man, it would have been nice to play that because it looks awesome. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, those are the games that are delayed. So I guess wait, just wait. <laughs> and uh, moving on to our last uh, topic here, which is Steam has updated its review system, if you if you will. And um, they've decided that they're going to ban developers who get who uh, who inflate reviews. So, yeah, ban Hammer Comet <laughs> from the Steam, you know, which is uh, good. Pretty, like, pretty cool, yeah. You know, like I, I don't think that's. I mean, if you look, and and it's not just game developers who are guilty of this. This is almost anybody who makes products that are manufactured and sold on a wide scale these days like they pay people to put reviews up on Amazon they pay people to put reviews up on eBay they pay people mm-hmm. to put reviews up on everywhere and it's it's I think it's awesome that Steam is going to take a stand and say you know what no if we catch you doing that we're banning your shit mm-hmm. because that's I mean that, that's them saying we want our gamers to have an honest product um and this goes. This almost ties into. And I'm not. I'm not going to get off on a rant here about it. But um, there's a big thing going down with No Man's Sky right now, where they're actually about to be like investigated what? by UK. Yeah, by like UK authorities because of false advertising and false marketing wow. and blah blah blah. Wow. And and, and the the GR guys were all talking about it, you know, in admin chat and um, you know, they were all kind of saying that they thought it was dumb and that the, you know, this that and the other and honestly, man, I think this is a boiling point of gamers are tired of being lied to. We're mm. tired of being told one thing about a product and then it being something else or we're tired of um, you know, pre-ordering something and then it getting delayed six times. Um, mm. I mean, like at some point, the customer is gonna, the customer market is gonna boil over and they're gonna take their anger out um, on somebody. And I don't know if it's gonna be No Man's Sky, but I, I feel like this is the start. You know what I mean? If companies don't start being more honest about their products, we're gonna start seeing a lot more of these investigations and lawsuits. Um, cause that's just right. how it's going to go down. Like right. EA will be the first person investigated or <laughs> you know I mean? like, like there'll be some people who are immediately investigated if that shit went down. So yeah. Wow. Uh, sorry. No man's guy. Damn. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, um, back to, back to part the steam. Of, Good part job. Of the, with- part of the steam review, um, changes is that, um, because if you have Steam, you can activate a video game on Steam two ways. Either you buy it straight from the store or you buy the key um, for the game from someplace else and activate it through the Steam system. And then you can download it and play it. 
And um, before what was happening um, when they did that method is um, they would inflate the reviews. You can still write a review and give it a score. But now they've removed the scoring system from any games that are not bought in the Steam store. And so if if it hasn't been vetted by Steam, you haven't gone through that whole process, then you're not getting a score. And, Mm -hmm. you know... But you know what's funny? This could probably be... They probably did this stuff to um, try to cover their ass because think about it. A lot of people want refunds for um, No Man's Sky. Now they try to make sure um, games get... um, If they got a bad score... Now they're gonna say like, then why did you buy it? We like you can't give you a refund for a game you bought that already got a bad score, because I mean, look what they're going through now. Well, that well, that's their refund policy is a whole other subject because yeah. they, I mean, they no, have. No, that's a what I'm saying. They could be they could be doing that to really cover their ass because you know it's a, it's a big issue with their refund stuff. I know it's a whole other subject, but I'm just saying it's like this. Look, the whole, that because you can say No Man's Sky actually started all this for them to really get hard on this um the review score stuff. Yeah, but but what they're talking about here is them paying like companies pay people to just write great reviews. Like the the companies will under the table say, "Hey Dwayne, if you go on Steam and just say this is the best game you've ever played, that the graphics are awesome, that the level design is awesome, that the character interaction is great, that this that 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 will give you 200 bucks." And to the company, they have a they have an advertising budget, so that two hundred bucks is part of their fucking budget. And to you, it's like, hey, two hundred bucks to go write a fucking Steam review. That that's just you know, blah blah blah. You know, it's going to be hard to track down who and when use these things and and do these things. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm all behind Steam getting rid of these these inflated reviews, man. Like it's just it's 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 yeah. horrible because. You know, you're not getting an actual view of the product. You're getting something that the company probably wrote and then paid somebody else to post. You know what I mean? So sad thing is that's done with everything, not just uh, not just yep. this. They do it with movies. They do mm. it with TV shows. It's it sucks because it's Amazon like Amazon products. <laughs> it like sucks I said, because that's product these days. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do I want to spend my money on this or do I not? Like, yeah. I, I can I yeah. trust reviews? Like. Yeah, it sucks. It, it seems like you just can't anymore. I, you know, I always say, <clears throat> just do your due diligence and research these things properly. Um, you know, the sad part is most people will read that first review, and if that's the one that's paid to be first, and that's the one that's like, oh, this is an amazing game, you should buy it right now, mm. and somebody's dumb enough to just, oh, well, the first review said it was good, and don't read any further down, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because every game, I guarantee you, with the trolls that are on the internet, there is no game that has a single, you know, not positive comment. Like, I guarantee, even even if a game is just renownedly loved, there's going to be that one asshole out there that just writes a horrible review about it that's like, <laughs> oh, this game sucked for this, 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 and this. And, you know, so if you ever find, if a review looks too good to be true, it probably is, man. Like, it probably is, unfortunately. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, like Glenn said, just do your fucking research. Let's say this: you, you, all right. We always have the fanboys for certain games that they want, right? You always, and then people always want to judge games by E3, and people have to realize. I'm just gonna say, when it comes to E3, all these companies are showing stuff on computers because you guys, you always know, PC is the best stuff to show stuff on because it can crank up the graphics, and everything else. So you always got to remember when it comes to PC, don't just pick a console, you know, to always have a great graphics like a PC. Because a lot of people get fooled by that. Because I know 
first game I could say off the back of my head would be Watch Dogs. When we saw Watch Dogs come out in the E3, everybody was like, wow, look at, look at that. And I said to myself, that's a PC. But I bet you, I said to myself, watch these little kids start cursing it out on, on these other sites. And it was because they didn't realize it's PC. <laughs> but no, we're, we're not talking about, uh, I don't know, we're not talking about false advertising right here. What we're talking about Steam is cracking down on is people the after the fact. Yeah, yeah, after the product is already out, after all that shit, people saying, people like companies pay people for reviews. And yeah, we're not talking about. Uh, I see what you're saying, but yeah, no, we're not talking about what what's done in the advertising campaign before, because uh, that's grimy too. That is, that's that's that goes gets tied into gamers being lied to, right? Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. like gets, that gets tied into that whole fucking big debacle that's boiling over. But yeah, like this is at least a step in the right direction for Steam to say. Uh, we're not gonna let we're not gonna tolerate false reviews if we catch you doing it. You know what I mean? And I think that's a that's a good step. So. Well, gamers also too, they have to wake up and choose for themselves. Because one thing gamers don't realize when you see reviews in the first place, it, that's just that one person's review. Yeah. Right. They they have to judge for themselves half the time. You can't just say, oh, this person the game is great. I'm I'm going out and buy it. They have to have their own sense to realize: do I really want that? Does, is is what this guy's really saying true or not? Search. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's again, we talk about this all the fucking time, but it's one of these things where you, you have to if it's a game that you love and it's a game like say it's a game like Gears of War 4 is coming out soon. I know nothing about Gears of War 4, but I've played uh, 1, 2 and 3 and I loved 1, 2 and 3. And, you know, if I played Gears of War 4, I'd probably love it, too. And like I know nothing about the game, so I would buy that game strictly on the basis of what I know from the franchise, right? So if you're doing something like that, that's one thing. Um, but if you're if you're looking into a game that you know nothing about, yeah, get some multiple sources, man. Like, don't just go watch angry video game nerds review on it or this guy's review on it and and take that as fact. I mean, you have to listen to what they say, but make your own judgments based on what you see from the game. I mean, you can look at a game. I think every one of us can look at a game and instantly tell if this is a game we would be interested in or not interested in. And right. I think that's just something that clicks with every gamer. You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to look at something and instantly know, yeah, hey, this looks uh, – I could watch this or I could fucking play this. Or, you know, if, if I turned on Twitch and somebody was playing a golf game, I would immediately turn away. No, I do not give two shits about golf. Same with Madden. If somebody was playing Madden, I would turn away because I hey, don't hey, get hey, hey. Madden. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just I'm not in. It's not something you're into. Like, no, I'm not that's what I'm saying. Exactly. And so, it's 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 you know. and it's terrible for anybody who was like just entering this community, this gaming community, because like they can be fooled pretty easily. And you know, but and it's it's hard for some people to get in because they don't know what type of genre game they might like to play. Or, you know, so it's like, uh, you know, like I said before, definitely do your due diligence, figure out what, you know, what, what is going to be fun for you to play. You know, you're going to sit there, you're going to, because you're spending so much time with these things. It's a lot that you're yeah. investing. So, mm-hmm. you know, not just your money, but your time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, I hmm? I'm saying if you're not too sure in the game, just wait for the price to go down. Budget price, buy you. Yeah, yeah, just wait, you know, or you can oh, wait. Better you know, rent wait. it. Or rent it, yeah. <laughs> or rent it. That's definitely one way mm-hmm. we're going about it. But uh, but that's it. Be be smart with your money. But anyway, guys, and sorry for running so long. We're gonna be um, ending the episode here today. 
Um, don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music Play. You can definitely find us on the GameRebellion.com website, where you can find really cool retro news, um, some um, you know uh, new stuff as well. A very cool community. Um, very you know just every day, really cool content. Uh, you know, until next time, guys. Oh, wait. I actually have a oh, yes. yeah. quick announcement oh. to make <laughs> before yeah. we end the show. So if anyone plans to be at a New York Comic Con this week, I will have a table at Artist Alley. Yay! Yay! Um, <laughs> uh, if you stop by Artist Alley table U2, like the band, uh, I will be doing sketches, selling art prints, and... Uh, I have comic books. I'm going to be selling comic books of my own original comic called Beyond the Fairy. So if you happen to be in New York Comic Con, just yeah. stop by. Uh, even she if would be totally fairy. happy to autograph your shit. That's <laughs> right. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. So yes, yeah. uh, come stop by. Anyway, yeah. uh, remember it's you too. Just you too. You too. <laughs> <laughs> just just think Bono. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely take that. Anyway. Out. Yeah, definitely uh, check that out. I'll well, be there as well. I'll be at Comic Con as well, walking around. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out Alyssa's booth. It's going to be Screw awesome. Screw you guys. I'm in Florida. I can't do anything for <laughs> Oh, all right. Next year, next year, Nate. Everybody will be there. Uh, anyway. Anyway, guys, like I said, we love you guys for listening. Until next time, later for now. Later. Hey, guys. Three C's,